I would like to be traded to any other team but the New England Patriots. Big brain predictions. That's where I go. Take it off, sir. The Washington football team beat the Steelers. And that person. EDP. Yes, but if he loses game, I firmly believe we do not need to make playoffs. So don't you ever disrespect. <laughs> <laughs>
easily top 10 point guard in the NBA. You could maybe even make an argument for top five. Uh, but looks like, I mean, that's that's that. He's, he's done. Uh, with him out, do you still think that Denver is a title contender? Um, I wouldn't say title contender. Maybe deep playoff run, but not necessarily. T- it's hard when you have somebody who plays such a big role in your team that rigged just so late in the season to accommodate other people on the way the flow is. So it'll really show come postseason. Yeah, it's so far. I mean, they're they're okay right now, but I do think, like you said, once you hit the postseason, it's it's kind of rear its ugly head because I mean he he made up for a lot of their their points and you know when Joker's in the paint getting. Double team, triple team. It is nice to have somebody who can go get his own bucket as well. And he was clearly their next best player, without a doubt. So, uh, yeah, it's it's unfortunate to see that. You know, he went down. It was kind of strange because we've gotten through this season without any huge injuries, which is strange because usually at least a player or two goes down, like a star player will go down with the season-ending injury at some point. Uh, but this year, we really haven't had anybody. People, of course, have injuries, but nothing season-ending this year so far, and which is especially strange coming off of a, sh- a much, much shorter off-season. You would think that dudes were going to be going down left and right, but everybody's held up pretty well, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked that you know it took this long, and it was Jamal Murray out of everybody, so... Um, but yeah, for prediction wise, how far do you think Denver will go in the playoffs now without uh, Murray in there? I say second round playoffs. There's where they they're gonna get through oh, that yeah. first round, tough it out, and then they'll <clears throat> longevity. Especially if it goes for the long haul in that first round of playoffs, that's the second round. It's probably where they go to peak out in. I am going to go one shorter. I don't. I think they get bounced in the first round. Unfortunately, I. Their matchup probably not going to be too favorable. I mean, the West is is just tough, and it's one of those things where they can be gotten by like pretty much anybody. So if if they get a a bad matchup, which chances are probably will because of mm-hmm. how tough the, the West is, I I think they're going to uh, run to whoever they run into is going to be a buzzsaw for them and probably bounce them up out. I hope I hope I'm wrong because I do like the Nuggets. They're Great, great team, quiet team that you don't usually hear much about. Um, but not looking too hot for uh, one of the best teams in the NBA. Uh, but for Jamal Murray, hope a speedy, full recovery. Hope it goes well. No, no hiccups in there. And you know, looking forward to seeing you back come next season uh, because that I mean, that dude's a baller without a doubt. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to mention on Murray before we move on? Nah, God bless his team. He goes to show what happens when he's needing a lot of weight on one or two players on the team. Yeah. It is what it is. Before we hit the next topic, if you are watching the show, if you're right here in this live chat, one of the many here. You're blowing it up. <laughs> We would like to mention, if you want to just listen to the show, the audio version does come out the day after uh, we broadcast the show on Wednesday. So on Thursdays, a brand new episode comes out on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can get podcasts at, basically. So 
uh, yeah, if you just want to listen to the show, save some battery on your phone, uh, just subscribe to us on wherever you listen to your podcast on so you can get the brand new episode every single week. Uh, the link is down in the description below, or you can just search after for the review uh, on whatever app you're using. So, yeah, the other big news that came out the other day, yesterday, <clears throat> uh, Julian Edelman retires after 12 years in the NFL. This was a big surprise to me. Jules was my man, like one of my absolute favorite players as a Patriots fan. Um, there's, I mean, years of him making huge, huge plays. Uh, I mean, the list, I could sit here and just name off of a, a ton of memorable Julian Edelman moments throughout his time playing. But uh, yeah, he finally hung it up just the other day. Uh, you know, basically he, he had a, more or less season-ending injury last year, um, but was kind of expecting to make a return this year, but it, the injury just kept bothering him, and he just could never really get back to a, a 100% recovery, and he was going to have to miss more time this year, and I guess he just figured this isn't even worth it at this point. Like, I have nothing left to prove. Might as well just hang it up now. Um, yeah, Shaq, what do you think about Edelman calling it, calling it quits? Um, definitely got to affect the game, affect the team. Definitely a legendary player, I feel like. Definitely, for the Patriots fans at least, definitely a big upset for them to see that man. I guess he figured since his team's on the verge of maybe a rebuild process and him trying to rebuild himself, that by the time he get himself full going, the team going, it's about time for him to yeah leave anyway. So he might as well I'm gonna just cut it while I'm still hot that's what a lot of people should be doing <laughs> i i was kind of under the impression that at least at least at some point last year i was under the impression that he was probably going to leave like the, the patriots wouldn't see the value in keeping him around and then somebody else would come pick him up because i was thinking that he was going to recover from whatever it was like a knee injury um but that didn't even happen like he just couldn't get healthy enough to play so you know he was like well that's that's that um but it was just like damn especially it, it may have gone a bit differently if this was a different patriot team because now you look around and it's like the whole roster is not what he's probably used to you know there's no brady there there's no gronkowski there there's no amandola there like there's all these new faces and it's like you know, maybe if those guys were around, the guys that he was going to battle with and, and winning rings with, it may have encouraged him more to like, you know, I'm gonna stick it out. I'm a, even if it, I don't come back until December or January, I'm gonna stick it out and and do this thing. But you know, when you're looking around, you're like, I don't really know all these guys, and <laughs> I don't really care to learn all this stuff now. And I'm bust my body up more for for what? Right. You know, I've already got three rings in the bag, a Super Bowl MVP in the bag. There's, you know, got not much more. I can't top what I've already done anyway. So, um, yeah, it it sucks. His uh, he's got an interesting story. You know, he wasn't always a receiver. He was actually a, a quarterback in college, um, and then you know he came to us. 
and he was like special teams for a, a long time actually and then he just kind of slowly worked his way into a uh, a cornerstone of our offense like there was a long period of time or long stretches of time where Julian Edelman was the New England offense like it was Tom Brady to Julian Edelman a lot because Gronk was hurt all the time and when he was gone the next option next man up who was always getting the ball was Edelman and plenty of third downs where he came through uh he will be missed big big time uh the the hot question now is do you think he's a hall of famer uh it's hard to say because I feel like he's a great receiver. He's got a lot of talent, but is it going to be the fact he's going to become a Hall of Famer because of where he was? He was with that Tom Brady, a Gronk era. Is he going to fall because of Hall of Fame because of, let's say he was on like a not-so-good team, a not-so-good quarterback. Would he have still thrived or looked good to be able to get open and get those catches? It's hard to say. Um, I say, yeah, I'm gonna say he's gonna be a Hall of Famer at the end of the day. Interesting. Yes, I, I can w- definitely see him. I would love to say yes, but uh, it's just one of the things I just can't. Especially when you look at the long list of dudes who are not Hall of Famers, and you're like, well, I can't put him above them, and they're not. Especially because um, he's surprisingly. I never even really thought about this, but he's never made a Pro Bowl. So it's like, I can't, if you've never made a Pro Bowl, I can't put you in the Hall of Fame. And a lot of his biggest moments, a lot of his crazy stats are all postseason. If you look at his regular season, he's always been good in the regular season, but he's never been great in the regular season. Like every, all of his like claimed, claims to fame and these huge like historical moments have always come in the playoffs and in a Super Bowl, which is, I mean, hey, to me, that's, Amazing. I don't which, ask for anything me, else. Yeah, I'm gonna say to me is which which really matters. But then again, it goes to show how much of that was a Tom Brady factor right, more and, than and, his, right, being in that system and, and whatnot. Yeah, let's put another quarterback in the place of Tom uh-huh, Brady right. where his numbers still look <clears throat> as good and you got receivers where quarterbacks can be kinda sloppy throwing the ball or mm. and they make plays work. Would he have made plays work with Right. On Jameis Winston or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, Joe Flacco Joe, or... Yeah. You know, just kind of the more non-premier quarterbacks. Yeah, where he had to actually work to get the ball, work to get right. open, actually hustle for the ball. Because he was never... You know, he's not a tall guy. Mm-hmm. He was, he's always been surprisingly fast. Um, but he's, he's not the kind of guy where you're like, just put it up and he's just going to go get it. Like, no, he's a great route runner, really fast. Um but it's just like he was never doing anything like crazy. It was just like these real cut and dry routes, mm-hmm. and he was just always able to make these really big catches, nonetheless. Um, but yeah, the other thing with the Hall of Fame, a, a good way I heard somebody else put it was, if you have to ask like, is this person a Hall of Famer, and you have to think about it, then usually they're not a Hall of Famer. Unfortunately. Because, <laughs> you know, typically somebody is, you can just be like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, there's a lot of people here that you think of. You get, like, people like Tom Brady. You get people like Aaron Rodgers right. and people right. like that. You, you know, Drew, like, Drew Brees just Drew retired. Brees. We're like, yeah, of course. He's a Hall of Famer. famer. Yeah. I got a few people that question if they <laughs> 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 I'm unfortunately tied to my team. We'll be talking about that here later in the show. 
<laughs> there's been a few retirement Drew Brees, Phillip mm-hmm. Rivers. Um, Larry Fitzgerald probably shouldn't retire, and apparently he's still on the roster. I don't know why, but why? <laughs> um, yeah, but there's been a few. This one was most definitely the most surprising. Adrian Peterson, I feel like it could have been very much another Hall of Famer, and yeah, another I, man I'd that say... played another man that played probably way much longer than he uh, <laughs> He uh, eventually, yeah, he he should be. It probably will take him a little, a little while to get in, but. I I'd say it. AP, he's Hall of Famer. Yeah, but Edelman, probably not. I mean, I won't be mad if he gets in, but um, his not. only fight's gonna be I have three rings. That's what's it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Three rings, Super Bowl MVP, and I've made. I think he has behind. He's behind Jerry Rice in almost every single playoff receiving category. Like the only person that beats him in a playoff. Reception stat is Jerry Rice, so it's like that's well, that's well when it matters, I guess. Yeah, but like I said, how much of that is a Tom Brady fact that Tom Brady performs and is mm-hmm. deadly composed season? Well, Jules, salute. I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find a bigger fan of that dude than I am. He has a uh, a documentary on, I think it's Showtime. That he did like a couple years ago. It was like right after he won the Super Bowl MVP. Um, Michael Rappaport narrates the whole thing. It's okay. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you go watch it. It was amazing. It was all right. If if you're not a Patriot fan and or just really curious about Julian Edelman, you probably don't even want to waste your time because you're not gonna find it very interesting. Uh, yeah, it was good. It wasn't great. It's again, if, if you're not a Pats fan or very curious about jewels. Don't, 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 don't. Uh, before we get to a break, want to mention our show sponsor for the week, which is of course at Pure Leaf Creations. If you're looking for handmade jewelry, if you want a you know bracelet, a necklace, something gold, something silver, some earrings, maybe a ring. Uh, on the screen right there is the Instagram Pure Leaf Creations, as it's spelt. And, uh, yeah, this is my wife's company. She makes all the stuff that you're seeing on screen by hand. Um, it's not all just, uh, you know, diamonds and gold. If you want just a, a cool natural stone, she also wraps stuff like that. Uh, just makes a bunch of really, really cool stuff. Right now, she's bringing back her uh, Black Lives Matter collection. And um, a percentage of the proceeds from that will be going to uh dante wright's family um so that whole thing is just e- extremely tragic welcome to 2021 folks it's just the the story just keeps getting better new year same shit unfortunately <laughs> yep uh but yeah uh if you buy something from her black lives matter collection like i said a percentage of the proceeds will be going to the wright's uh, family so god bless there uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, got a little bit of news to get to, and then we're going to hit our third topic of the week, and then, of course, round it out with our Ride or Die in 5. Ride or Die. <laughs> we'll be back. And we are back with the second half of the show. We had a much shorter break this time around. Gotcha. 
Dutch are gonna be sitting there for so, a while. Yeah, huh? I know half of y'all in the bathroom trying to take a pissy here. Come back on. Oh, <laughs> let me zip it up. <laughs> Missing it. It's all right. You can slow down. It's recorded. Watch it back. <laughs> Finish. I always say that there's so many people watching. <laughs> you know what? Maybe talking, talking to exist. It's gonna be a day that somebody's gonna be sitting here. Oh shit! Oh man, I gotta get back. I'm, back. I'm missing it. Money, <laughs> stop talking to me. I'm trying to get back. Exactly. <laughs> running. Need to wash your hands. Yeah, y'all know you can pause it and go wash your hands, right? <laughs> exactly. It's recording. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> got a bit of news for you guys. This comes straight from. Usually, we have a poll from Instagram, but we didn't have a poll this week. There was nothing really worth polling you guys for. Um, but this is just our our news segment for the week, running through some of the stuff that happened. Uh, Giovanni Bernard signs a one-year deal with none other, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. God bless them. They uh, apparently the Bucks just have a cap of infant yeah, infinity yeah. because uh, definitely going in the streets or education. So you know, there's a lot of money Tampa could throw into it. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't teaching these kids nothing. Another pothole, potholes. So you know what? Gonna throw them bucks. <laughs> We damn sure ain't teaching these kids <laughs> nothing. I as promise, well. if you have to travel here for a buck game, just drive to the stadium. I promise, <laughs> directly to the stadium and exactly. nowhere else. Exactly, that's where all the money is. <laughs> <laughs> they bought nine million dollars worth of cash in Tampa into the stadium. Uh, right, one dollar spread to the rest of Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, good for Giovanni Bernard. I mean, the man left. The Cincinnati Bengals to come to Tampa, Florida. <laughs> he literally died and went to heaven. So, exactly. Uh, God bless him. I'm sure it did not take much convincing to get him here. I mean, we will offer you uh, a flight here. <laughs> a flight here. <laughs> Please move Lunchable. my family. No. <laughs> you're, you're responsible for that. All right. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> And then he's gonna leave soon as Tom Brady retires. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I, I, I hope y'all know that. All Tampa fans, I hope y'all know the moment <laughs> the max the mass exodus that is about to happen. The moment that Tom Brady retires, trash. And we're <laughs> still in the hole all this money from all this cap space we've been knocking down the road. Exactly. Oh, we'll pay him next year. We'll pay him. Okay. It's like we the Tampa's the number one place that hopes this man doesn't retire to. It's like fifty five. <laughs> For the sake of that's what's keeping everybody here. Bucks are going to be owing everybody on that roster until 2055. <laughs> Tom Brady's kids will be 45 before. <laughs> They'll be collecting his old chests. <laughs> the, the, the mayor of Tampa. We have M. Scott with him. <laughs> mayor cast tore down at M. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> catch Get he's not even like uh, the mayor anymore. He's <laughs> his own like his own personal bank account. I still gotta pay these old bills here. I ain't got all this month. This month though, <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out a way to pay this man. <laughs> Brady's a collector. <laughs> I don't care. You still owe me. <laughs> anyway. 
yeah. <laughs> Giovanni Bernard, congrats. Uh, Steph Curry overtakes Wilt Chamberlain for the Warriors' all-time scoring leader. Not surprising. Yeah, I figured, I mean, only a matter of time there. Uh, big props to him, though. I mean, that's that's big to officially be the all-time scoring leader. The uh, best warrior of all time, might I add, unofficially. The uh, Suns broke the NBA record for the most threes in a single quarter with 12. They had 12 threes in one quarter. The end of the game with a, a grand total of 25. Let's say grand total 13. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this just reiterates uh, where the NBA is going as far as hitting threes as if it's just absolutely nothing. Nothing. Jay Crowder apparently made up for a bunch of them. Jay Crowder, one of the strangest, strangest NBA players of all time. <laughs> I don't understand how this man can be terrible at basketball one season and then the next season he is a god. <laughs> <coughs> the back and forth. I feel like it's a Miami Heat team. <laughs> <laughs> Trash has football next season for some reason. People are sweating it, getting knocked out of playoffs. I was like, what's going on with this team? <laughs> little uh, added in there, that three-point record was set against the Houston Rockets. So if you want to look at somebody to blame, look at Houston. So thanks, guys. <laughs> what were y'all doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> they had no defense. James Harden was there. So the guy no thing out of defense now. <laughs> Jay Crowder, really? They got Jimmy from Degrassi over there playing. <laughs> Getting his hands up. The video on. Just shooting right over the top of it. <laughs> shooting. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, this is last but not least. We we are not big baseball fans here, not at all. No. But uh, Alex Rodriguez and Mark Lore, I did not know who that was, but he, uh, current billionaire, he used to be the president of Walmart e-commerce in the U.S. Uh, the two of them uh, are in the process of buying the Timberwolves. Um, Anthony Edwards was asked about you know what he thinks about A-Rod now owning the team and apparently he did not know who Alex Rodriguez even was which is very strange coming from him who apparently played baseball for a big chunk of his life and he's trying to convince people that he doesn't know okay like really (laughs) quit playing games (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're trying to prove (laughs) why are you trying to slide A-Rod like that exactly Jesus. He's got Loki high distance, man. If you don't tell him to I mean, it's cutting your check soon, so you exactly. better knock it off. He's going to be like, hey, you said your name was, huh? I don't see it here, Anthony. <laughs> I don't see your name on this checkbook. Uh, what payroll? <laughs> Every week, man, stop playing with me. <laughs> I didn't know me. <laughs> now you know me now. <laughs> anyway, uh, apparently they'll they'll take full control come twenty twenty three, and they will also own the WNBA counterpart, the Minnesota Lynx, as well. 
so many jokes <laughs> that we will just bypass all of them. <laughs> yes. For the sake of this channel surviving. <laughs> <laughs> You can go ahead and just bypass the whole. Hall. I know if we make one, they will not stop. There will be a hundred more to follow. Yes, the endless amount of jokes. Go ahead and just we'll just move right along. Um, speaking of jokes, there is this rumor. Now this is just rumor that uh, Big Ben could not. This could possibly not be his last year as the starting quarterback <laughs> of the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. About two seasons ago, shit. <laughs> uh, so the the Steelers, the way that they have talked about the whole situation, nothing is saying like, man, we're so happy to have Ben here for his last year as the quarterback of the Steelers. Like there, there is no um finality to any of this. It is still just kind of like you know we're happy to have him back, um, even though it's kind of. Everybody else is kind of implying it. It seems like him and the Steelers are not implying it. So um, they have no clear replacement. Uh, if he remains healthy, because obviously that's the biggest thing. If he does remain healthy, come this time of next year. Bones. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they'll do essentially just what they did this year and just re-up him one more time like alright 2022 unfortunately I feel they could do a year by year contract with this man because generally at this point what did they who do they have who do they have to replace him exactly who hot hot who <laughs> <laughs> they literally picked up a bunch of temporary replacements to fulfill this man he might have, why why would you pick this man up Instead of just skipping on all this <laughs> and investing in something you could actually legit take this man's spot. I don't know. I I was kind of thinking like Teddy Bridgewater, like that's a he's he'd be a solid backup. Like I'm sure you would like him over the two clowns you currently yes. have. Yes, we got a whole ass circus between <laughs> all these clowns that we got playing on their team. I, I'm assuming it's cap space is the reason why they can't. Cat space. Stop paying like uh, Skeletor on our team. <laughs> <laughs> Sad thing is, we're going to make it almost the playoffs, if not the first wild card spot of the game of playoffs, and lose to screw us out of another draft pick. That's exactly what's going to happen. And we're going to sit here like, oh. <laughs> right. So here's my thing. Here's why I think that he's, again, barring injury, he's almost a lock for 2022 as well. Well, I guess we'll have to wait until two weeks from now because the draft is going to be extremely telling. If they don't go draft a quarterback, which at this point, they kind of uh, like, you have to draft a quarterback. I don't yes. want to sit here and be like, well, they should. Listen, if I know that you should be doing that, y'all motherfuckers most definitely should be knowing you should be doing that. We have like four quarterbacks on roster. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and only one of them is going to be playing. Exactly. So. I mean, at this point, you you, you just have to. So you're gonna be having Big Ben until twenty thirty because uh, it's obviously it takes time to take a brand new quarterback and and train them up, teach them up to a starting level. So uh, we're going to assume that they go out and get a quarterback this year in the draft, and they just sit him whatever red shirt. He holds the clipboard and just you know whatever. But who is that going to be? God only it's knows. It's like that late in the draft, which right, quarterback is going to be left? 
Because the sad thing is, that late in the draft, there's not going to be a competent quarterback. You know how you get early round draft picks and you get teams that just throw them out there first season? Right, yeah. Man, exactly. And things right. like that. It's kind of like we don't have the opportunity. And, mm. like, I do not want our hands to be forced of, here we go, we picked you up, and now exactly. start. It's like, just because, like, <laughs> guess what? We made a last-minute decision. Big Ben retired last season. Now we got an empty slot. You thought, yeah, now you're going to start. Right. It's like, please, you, if you all don't draft, I swear to <laughs> right. I don't care what goes on in the rest of the draft. If you all don't draft a quarterback in this round, I will be mm. so upset and heated. Y'all didn't make any big moves during free agency. Yeah. Y'all didn't pick nobody up during the draft. What are y'all doing? <laughs> you got five dollars tossed around the team for free. They <laughs> got a, a, a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. It's like you got a gift card and five dollars. Like what's like? We had a great dynasty. What are we tied for the most amount of Super Bowl rings? Is that? <laughs> Is that what y'all using as a bargaining chip? We were a great dynasty. Yeah. They're in a. They are most definitely in a pickle right now. Because they choose to be in a pickle right now, not because they have to be in a pickle right now. <laughs> so come next year, come fall twenty twenty two, do you think? It's funny that we're already <laughs> predicting this, but do you think Ben will still be yes. starting? Yeah, yes. All right, we're both on, <laughs> both on that same page. Yeah, they'll still have this man out there squeaking his hips trying to <laughs> throw passes downfield. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be bad, but it's like we're gonna be sitting on the edge of our seat all game. I hate the aspect of sitting there. It's like, please don't hit this man. Please don't hit this man <laughs> all game long. The man is very confident. The man has the capability of just sitting in the pocket and throwing. Mm. Full, nothing but confidence. But the moment people start blitzing in that pocket and that has to move, yeah. I can just feel the sweat <laughs> off my forehead. Just everywhere my big ass forehead just sweating. Seeing all these people, I was like, please don't make this man run. This man body can't handle it. Yeah, and it, it seemed like last year didn't necessarily. Well, it did seem like the swan song when in that playoff game he's sitting on the bench crying like apologizing like that did seem like yeah this 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 is gonna be it for Ben we ain't gonna see him again but uh yep. he had other plans um I think a lot of it has to do with you know like the average quarterback now is playing so much longer than they mm-hmm. used to um and I feel like Ben wants to he wants to also be one of those guys who's still <laughs> Still, but playing. his play style doesn't suit a longevity like quarterback. With long- his play, his lifestyle doesn't. No, the like, man is both being off of a big man, right, and getting hit. Whereas the people who have long careers, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, people like that who can, mm. who survive on having a good arm. Yes, some of these guys can move if they need to, but they're not living off of that. They only Taking move, hits. Yeah, they only do that if they need to. Mm-hmm. Where Big Ben is sitting there eating hits just because he can. Right. <laughs> And if you just, if you just look at how he's built, like, I mean, he's just a big dude, and he's not a. Uh, I mean, the reason why Tom Brady's playing so well into his forties, if you look at how he eats, how he takes care of himself, what he gives up, like, he's clearly dedicated ninety percent of his life to yeah. the game of football. When then you look at Big Ben, it's like I understand that you want to play later into your life, but. You ain't doing what that dude's doing. Yeah, <laughs> like, he is on just a whole nother level as far as taking care of himself. Roethlisberger strikes me as a man who drums on a six pack. Is like, all right, time for practice. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't know, but just looking at how he's built, does not I mean, look at how Tom Brady's built and look at how Big Ben is. He's built. like, y'all going to Shake Shack after this, or y'all? <laughs> That's my <laughs> 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 
crying on the bench. <laughs> Show stop. I just can't. This man is just. He understand he is a hall. Like my opinion, Hall of Fame quarterback. Without a doubt. Without yes. a doubt. But you need to learn when it's time to be like, I'm a. Hand my cape off to uh-huh. the next person. Don't be out here forcing your career for the shits and giggles. Right, that, I got to be like him. I got to be like, yes, yeah. You proved your point. You understand, right? You were a Hall of Famer, mm. amazing arm, got a few rings underneath their belt. We do not need <laughs> all you're doing is crippling your dynasty. Because mm. this could be a point where like, eh, is he a Hall of Famer anymore? And crippling, <laughs> right. and crippling your team. Look at Michael Vick. Michael Vick had the perfect mm. opportunity to be a Hall of Famer. Right, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that also has to do with some off the field stuff, but uh, off the field stuff. But it's like, look at his career now. Yeah, look at his career. Like, this man was paying backup to people, and like, right, he was backing up uh, Geno Smith at one point. Yeah, look, think of it. Today's day, anybody who or age who knew Michael Vick back in the day, starting his career, Michael Vick starting quarter uh, backup quarterback to somebody. Right, wild to think of. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to live so long. You become the villain. Like you want to yeah. die the hero without a doubt. That people are blaming you for why the team is trash. Uh-huh. You don't want to be that person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it comes down to kind of two folds for the like. It comes down to their front office and their decisions on what they're doing in the background as far as quarterback, and then Big Ben himself. Like, does he has he come to terms with I just step away from the game, and at the same time, are the Steelers are y'all even thinking about well, what the hell are we going to do next? Because it doesn't seem like they are. I would, I'd be like, yo, Ben Ben, we love you. Done a lot for his team. He's spent your career here, but we're investing in a new quarterback. And if you want to back him up, that's on you. You can you'll keep you as a backup quarterback, but you are no longer going to be a spotlight. We're trying to uh-huh. raise a new era of quarterback and people. We love you to death, but. We're shifting the headlights onto somebody else. Right. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. Like, this draft is, I'm super excited for it, and Steelers are a team that I cannot wait to see. Yes. So what are they going to do? This draft will make or break. Like, I, of course, every draft is important, but especially, I feel like especially this season yes. is a make or break for so many teams. So many teams need new quarterbacks. Oh yeah, and all the teams need a lot of key key players that will mm-hmm. make or break their team this season. Like if they don't get the people or the playing cards they need, their season's scrapped until next draft. So this draft will, will decide yeah. Yeah. exactly what some <laughs> right. team this the rest of their season basically. There's a lot of people coming out of college who will have to be it. People yeah. will have to perform or be out there in the field on, on day one. Day be one, be born. like, yo, I know you. This is your first pro game, but. We need you. <laughs> we need you out there performing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of teams who are mortgaging their future, right? On a 19 year old, <laughs> I mean, not 19, but like 20 year old kid who can't even drink. A lot of people, Death Dynasty, and like, right. can't drink yet, but we need you to go out there and win us <laughs> or make us at least look good. Not win us a ring, but at least prove the millions of dollars we uh-huh. throw your way. I, I'm really curious to see what. No name quarterback or the Pittsburgh Steelers going to pick up because something tells me they're probably not going to use their first round pick on a quarterback because that would at that point it would almost be useless because nobody is going to be around at that point. You should you're better off going and get it a solid running back with their first round pick. But then after that, I don't what know is, where they pick what, next. But uh, what is left a no name? <laughs> right, what quarterback are you now like? 
That's our franchise. When Ben's gone, that kid that I mean, ain't nobody you, ever heard if of. If you think about it, what was Tom Brady's pick in his draft? Right, which is true. But at the same time, how many how many Tom Brady's come around? Yeah. But like, if you got to think about what other aspects of our team we need to also pick up. Like you said, a running back is very much uh, – Connor has very much proven that Connor makes – our team is filled with number two. <laughs> <laughs> number two is a quarterback. <laughs> number two is a receiver. <laughs> number two is a running back. Connor is a great number two. <laughs> but he has shown that he's not a great number one. Right. Not Juju is a great down. number two. Has shown he's not a great number one. We just need somebody you can go out there. get a premier guy. Just one <laughs> premier guy. That's all we need. If you can find one guy to come out there and show up. If you can not say this because... If you can find another A B for like our team or another right. like key player cut. that could make or break our team right there. Yes. So some so some people can actually start playing the freaking role. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so people can actually be the number two or be not force people up into a position. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh god, that's should be should be interesting. <laughs> we got about two more weeks into the draft. Can't wait. Uh, which is also a perfect seg- segue into our uh, little draft special here. So on the night of the drafts, Thursday, April 29th, we will be having a live watch along right here uh, at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be a long night, folks, probably three, three and a half hours, if I had to guess. Uh, so come out and watch the draft with your boys. We will be uh, reacting live to each pick. We'll be following along. A lot of emotions. Out of the yes, show. there will be. Uh, draft night is always very interesting, folks. It is a very interesting night for the NFL. A lot of hope, a lot of, a lot of optimism, a lot of pessimism at the same time. Oh, sure it's a, <laughs> a very emotional roller coaster of a night. Uh, as far as the draft goes. So come on out Thursday, April 29th. That will be episode, I guess, 31. So not next week, but the following week. Um, yeah, come watch the draft with us and uh, see our take before the draft, during, and definitely not after, because after three and a half hours, we're ready to get the fuck up out of here. So uh, anyway. I'll be all dead, but. <laughs> What else do you want from us? Exactly. Yeah. Go live for six hours. Exactly. Twenty-four hour marathon. <laughs> I know. Ran out of sports, so here we go. Just out here talking. <laughs> Our last topic of the week is, of course, the ride or die in five. This is where we predict some of the upcoming NBA games over the next few days. Uh, so we're gonna start off. With our records, oh, these are kind of outdated. I forgot to up, update these. I might be able to do that right now. Supposed to be doing this over the course of uh, five minutes, as you can see the ticker on the screen. But I can reset that timer. I am now forty-seven thirty. Shaq is at forty-four and thirty-three. Shaq is at three games behind, so he's right there. You know, he's not not. Too far back. No, your boy. <laughs> Taking risky shots and hopes that it pays off. Uh, yeah, so we're going to start off with my Boston Celtics at the Lakers. This is tomorrow night at 10 o'clock p.m. Um, I'll kick this one off. I'm, of course, going to take my Boston Celtics. Did I pick against them last week? I damn sure did. Thought we'd lose to the Nuggets, but we didn't. We're on a little bit of a hot streak right now. I am not about to sit here. 
and give my team too much praise because we know what happens when that that occurs. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to pick my team to beat the uh, injury-ridden Lakers in L.A., uh, but we're doing really, really well right now. We've turned things around significantly. I think we've won uh, five or six in a row. JT has been absolutely on fire. Um, yeah, I'm going to take my Celtics on the road. I'm gonna take these wonderful Lakers here. I'm yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm root for Boston, but you know, Lakers got things to do. They gotta hold out until their two kings come back into motion. Set up the throne nice and ready for them to come back and take over. <laughs> you know they got set up. And sad thing about it, they could give A B and LeBron all the credit for things <laughs> turn out well, but I'm gonna pick the Lakers. People completely forget <laughs> that a uh, quarter of their season was played without their two stars. I, I know, but they could take all the credit. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> they're holding up that trophy at the end of it, like, ah, like, all right. Yeah, I'll forget when you blew out your knees, right? Exactly. <laughs> Moving along to the Clippers at the uh, Sixers Friday night at seven o'clock. Uh, the Sixers just beat out the Nets, although they kind of just barely beat them out with the Nets putting in their bench players in the fourth quarter. Um, but the Clippers, on the other hand, they have been on a hot streak. They're right now they're basically playing the best basketball in the NBA. Um, they're also on like a seven game winning streak. I think they're like just a bit above my Celtics. Um, and I think they have the highest winning streak in the NFL, right? Or NFL in the NBA right now. Um, yeah, Clippers are playing great basketball. Uh, when they picked up Rondo, that just really helps them out even more. So they're on a roll. I'm taking the Clippers on the road in Philly. I'm going to ride that hot streak and say that that streak continues. Give me the Clippers in Philly. Um, I'm going to pick Faye for this. Oh, they're coming off of. Um, I would say barely a win, even though it looked like a wonderful win towards the beginning of the game, up until the last like three minutes of this fourth quarter. But like, I'm, I'm gonna pick them anyway. The uh, Embiid has been on fire. Uh, I would say Embiid scored just about damn near forty points tonight, double digit rebounds. I'm gonna go ahead and give Philly and say they take over this game. Fair enough. And then a nice. I mean, all these games are, are great so far. But an, a, another great one to round this all out. The Brooklyn Nets travel to South Beach to take on Shaq's Miami Heat on Sunday at 3.30 in the afternoon. Um, I will keep this short. Go ahead and give me the Nets on the road in this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are they're, they're going to the South Beach. Who knows who will be available exactly? Either Kyrie might be out there. Kevin Durant might be playing out there. James Harden might be playing or some sort of weird combination of two of them. Um, but uh, either way, I'm going to say the Nets somehow win it. I mean, the Nets damn near beat the Sixers with some weird formation that they were using. I don't know what the hell that was, but uh, yeah, give me the Nets. I'm going to take my heat. <laughs> <laughs> Bear with me, y'all. Speaking into existence. We're talking to existence. This is a much needed. We are slipping. We are at the end of the ropes, hands on. Uh, th- this is it. We got to make a comeback here. We start off with the king's head right now. We got- Go ahead and let him know that you have an existence. I don't blow it with you like that. If the heat beat the Nets this Sunday. 
I mean, I'm not going to say anything, but uh, <laughs> it will be a sight to behold if they somehow can. Lakers beat the Nets the other night, which was in- incredibly impressive. But um, yeah, I don't know why this is not updating. This is uh, still a little old. But I'm I'm trying to see what the uh, standings are as of right now. Um, man amongst God, God amongst men. We are all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if the Heat can hold their serve on their own home court it'll be extremely extremely impressive uh yeah the heat are right now 28 and 26 taking on the 37 and 18 brooklyn nets who are light work (laughs) or just a half game out of the first or a full game out of the uh, first place spot um yeah i mean i like y'all's chances y'all play somebody else and be between there, I believe. Oh, you put a Timberwolves tomorrow night. That should be relatively easy. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, Shaq's taking his Miami Heat. I'm taking the Nets. Um, and then for the Clippers, Sixers. I'm taking the Clips. Shaq is taking the Sixers, and then I'm taking my Celtics. Shaq is taking the Lakers. We shall see what happens. We'll see what happens to this uh, little deficit here come next week. Uh, I mean, hey, Jack could very well be tied or overtake, depending on how these games go. Damn, yeah, I'll take these risks. Let's life out a little bit. Uh, you know. <laughs> it's a dangerous, dangerous thing. <laughs> uh, don't don't apply it to everything, I promise you. <laughs> That's all child support happens. <laughs> Let you know that. Then, uh, <laughs> Uh yeah, folks, that'll pretty much do it for this episode of After Further Review. Uh, Shaq, anything else you want to mention before we get on out of here? Um, y'all stay safe out there in the streets. Um, yeah. remember, yeah. folks, I'm not even go there. Yeah, <laughs> just stay safe. Just stay safe out there. Y'all make smart decisions. Right. Don't be stupid. And uh, yeah, just just stay safe. Stay safe. That's all I gotta say for y'all. 